Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In our study of 1 John today, we're going to look at 1 John 3.9 and see the seed inside of us and how we fight sin with it. So 1 John 3.9 reads, No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. So we're going to take a look at our seed. So the seed John refers to is the life Jesus gives us. This entails a few things. One, the restored image of God inside of us. On our own, we are hopeless. Without any life inside of us, we are dead. The image of God inside of us is distorted and dead thanks to sin. However, the Holy Spirit gives life to unbelievers in an act called regeneration. He restores the image of God inside of us. Ezekiel 36, 26-27 reads, And I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh, and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and be careful to obey my rules. So just for a little bit of clarity, when God says here, give you a heart of flesh, He means a heart that works, because he contrasted that with a heart of stone. So, especially in Paul's letters, Paul talks about the flesh as a negative thing. However, in this instance, it it is a positive thing because it's a working heart instead of a heart of stone, which obviously doesn't work. So, we also see Jesus refer to believers who have access to the kingdom of God as being born of the Spirit. For more on that, see John 3. So we see that the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit gives unbelievers life so that they can become believers. He gives them a new heart that works and that can see the beauty of Christ. And so we as believers now have the image of God restored inside of us because we have God inside of us. I mean, think about that. We have the image of God in us because the Holy Spirit has given us life. He has indwelled us. 2 Corinthians 3.18 reads, And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So we see that the Holy Spirit is constantly shaping us more and more into the image of Christ. We call this sanctification. And so next we're going to look at the second thing that this seed that John refers to entails. And that is, our adoption as sons. So John in this verse uses the phrase born of God twice. And the Greek word for seed, sperma, I believe refers to offspring. Romans 8, 14 through 15 reads, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. So this seed not only is new life inside of us, but it is adoption. It is like new heritage. We inherit the full rights of God's children. And so not only do we have life, but we have life as children of God. And so next we're going to look at how we use our seed to fight sin. So John talks about this. He says, No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides him. That's why he doesn't make a practice of sinning. God's seed abides in him. So, a literal translation of this verse would actually be, 
No one born of God does sin. The Greek word, I'm going to try not to butcher this too badly, poi, that was probably close enough, translated in the ESV, makes a practice of, literally means does. So, if we're to read it like that, no one born of God does sin, that raises questions. What on earth are we to make of this? John said in 1 John 1 8 that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So why does he say that those born of God do not sin? Well, John gives us the answer by inserting the word seed. This seed, as we looked at earlier, is a restored image of God inside of us. We have life now, and it is not sinful because it is born of God. So is that to say that Christians are not sinful anymore? No. And we see that in a war of the wills. And this is based on Romans 7. The seed inside of us desires God because it finds true satisfaction and joy in Him. It sees rightly. It is no longer blinded by sin because the Holy Spirit has given it life. It is adopted as a child of God. We have adoption. And so the flesh inside of us, however, desires sin because it, in its blindness, doesn't see the temporary, hollow, and shallow nature of the pleasure sin gives. It doesn't realize that sin kills. So we see the flesh inside of us and the seed inside of us. The flesh is dead, and the seed obviously grows. The seed has life. It is the restored image of God inside of us. We see in 1 John 4-5, through For everyone who has been born of God, or excuse me, 1 John 5, 4 through 5 reads, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So we see that we can have victory because we have life and we've been given victory by Christ. And so we can overcome the world by going to our higher satisfaction. We as believers must choose our highest joy, God, over the fleeting passions and lusts and actions of this world. We have to realize that we have life and hope in Christ and that choosing our flesh is foolish because it gets us nowhere. And so finally, we're going to look at how the Trinity helps us to fight sin. So first, let's look at the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit points us to Christ. We see this in John 15, 26. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And so one of the healthiest churches and one of the churches that has the most impact by the Spirit are those churches that focus on Christ. They are enamored with Christ. They choose Christ over everything. That is a sign of a church that has been impacted mightily by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit bears witness to Christ. The Holy Spirit doesn't want us to look at Him. The Holy Spirit wants us to look to Christ because we can see glory in Christ. He took on humanity and He had divinity. He kept divinity and took on humanity so that we could see him. He was God's representation of himself perfectly. Perfectly, He is the exact imprint of God's nature. And so Christ, as we've been talking about, 
enables us to see God the Father. We see this in John 14, 9. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And so, since Christ points us to God the Father, we can realize that God the Father is a good Father to us, and He gives us help when we call to Him. For more on that, see Matthew 7, 7-11. So we must always choose the life inside of us and choose the life that is Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we must choose Him over the fleeting desires of this world. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.